Welcome back to In My Head. Uh, Today's episode, we will be discussing um, living in a black household and growing up in a black family. So without any further ado, let's get to it. So first, I want to start off by saying thank you to everyone who has reached out to me and uh, congratulated me on my solo podcast. Um, I, I eventually, I eventually, <laughs> I wasn't going to do it at first because I didn't want to do it by myself. But I talked myself up and I said, you know what, you can do this. Because you have things that people aren't talking about. There are things that people people need to talk about. And you can help a lot of people. So, here we are. <laughs> but as I said earlier, um, this episode is going to be about growing up in a black household. Um. I know for myself, it was very difficult and hard. And I can just almost guess that a lot of my black listeners, um, male or female, um, probably experience the same. Um, And I think a lot of my LGBTQ um, brothers and sisters could relate to some of the things that I'm going to go over today as well. So, <laughs> let's dive right in, right, don't we? So, um, I grew up in a single-parent household. Um, the normal, you know, mother-son relationship. Um, I remember very clearly uh, a time where me and my friend, uh, Marion. Yes, his name is Marion. Um, I would say his last name, but you guys would be detectives and try to find him. Um, he and I were playing one day. Uh, my mother and his mother were good friends. And one day we were playing in his room. He had a Sega Genesis. And I really wanted one. And um, and he humped on me. Mind you, I'm like eight years old. I'm like, <laughs> what's happening? Um, yeah. And he just he just humped on me. Um, but I never said anything. I just, you know, I just laughed and pushed him off or whatever I did at the time. And I remember one time, uh, I was like 10, and he tried to do it again, and I pushed him off me, and I told him, don't do that. So he ran and told his mother that I humped on him. Now, growing up in a black household, in a single-parent household, That's one thing a mother does not tolerate. Somebody blaming their child and and they know their child doesn't do those things. 
So my mom called me into the living room and she asked me, did you hump on him? I said, no, he humped on me twice, but I pushed him off of me. So my mother looked at his mother and she said, my son don't have shit to lie about. Correct your son. So then Mariah's mother looks at my mother and she goes, well, if you're sitting here calling my son a liar, you can leave. So my mom politely got up and told her, your son is not allowed anywhere near my child. And if I see him near my child, I'm whooping his ass and then yours. So let's put a, a, a pin right there. That's one thing you don't do in a black household. You do not, and I repeat, you do not attack a black woman's child. You do not. Doesn't matter what kind of shape or form it's in, don't do it. That is like walking into a lion's den with lionesses just chilling there. Don't do it. Not a good idea. <laughs> so, as time moved on, I eventually, uh, you know, got older, grew up, and we had moved from that neighborhood into a different neighborhood um, on a whole other side of town. So I tried to have the conversation with my mother because I told her that, you know, I'm attracted to men and women. But I was trying to tell her that it's not about, you know, what they have between their legs. It's just a connection I have with them. It's all energy or whatever I said at the time. Um, back then, the word pansexual wasn't a thing. But now it is. So now I have a, now I have a secure definition of who I am. <laughs> and um, in the black household, that's not something you want to talk about with your child with anyone, you know, and especially when it's a single parent household, especially a single black parent, um, especially a mother, those conversations are hard to have. So I tried to have it with her and she didn't want to have it. And again, I know that a lot of my listeners can relate to this because a lot of my listeners are in the community of the LGBTQ community. And it, it it got so bad that she didn't want me to have almost any friends. Um, she just alienated me from everyone, family and friends. Well, my friends. So she would ground me. Um, she would take my phone or she would hide my wallet so I couldn't leave the house. She would just do things so I wouldn't leave the house. Or she would leave the house 
and I was trapped with my siblings to watch them. And then she wouldn't come back until like three, four o'clock in the morning. So it was just like little things that she did that made me not able to have a life that I wanted. So it got to the point where I kind of resented her a lot, (laughs) a great deal. And, but I, I didn't know then what I know now. See, then she was doing all these things and telling people, oh yeah, he has a girlfriend or, you know, just telling people these stories that weren't true. But now I look back and she was projecting because she wasn't comfortable with comfortable with me being who I was. And she was afraid that her friends and the and our family would look down on her or shame her or probably think that she wasn't a good mother because her son liked guys. Do you see what I'm saying? So she projected her fears into me. So she made me very afraid to explore myself and my sexuality. Her fears were so potent and so strong that it made me a hermit. So when people would flirt with me, I didn't know how to, I still don't know how to accept it. I'm very oblivious to things when it comes to like flirting and sexual flavors. I can be very oblivious to it, but that's just my mother in my head. It's just, you know, in my head still. And I, 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 I became very awkward, very awkward. So I want to start right there and deliberate a little more about the projecting. Now, when, again, growing up in a black household, when you're not the typical son or the typical daughter, you know, and you are part of the LGBTQ community, um, or you're just queer, whatever, you know, or you are, you know, or you know that you're trans or you know that you are in the wrong body, the family that you are born into isn't necessarily the family that you have to choose. You can choose and make and build a family that is going to su- that is going to support, protect, and push you to be who you want to be and a better version of yourself. You understand what I'm saying? And I didn't know that. But your parents have an influence on you. Whether you want to believe it or not, they have a very strong influence on you. And the projection of their fears and everything else, that will make you very uncertain. That will make you question and it will make you wonder. But you have to be very strong-minded and a very strong individual to know that God makes no mistakes. He made you in the image of himself. 
So he knew what he was doing when he made you, okay? It's not for you to understand. It's for everyone else to understand and accept what God has made, okay? And if they cannot accept or understand who you are and understand why the creator made you the way he did, that's a conversation they need to have with themselves and with God. Okay? So they can't project that into you if you don't let them. Okay? So I want to stop right here for a quick break. And we will be back with the remainder of the show um, where we understand and talk more about resolving, fixing, and healing from the trauma of projecting parents. Right back. And we're back. (laughs) So I feel like a lot of listeners are going to wonder or think, well, yeah, my parent did that or parent did this. And it's not just, you know, the mother. It could be your father as well. You know, your father can be very disappointed because he's like, men shouldn't, you know, do these things or you're a man and two men shouldn't be together and that's not right and yada, yada, yada. Just because you love another man or you love another woman, that does not mean that you're less than a man or less than a woman. It doesn't mean that at all. See, ignorance will blossom more ignorance. So if you don't snub the fire out before it spreads, then ignorance is going to spread. So that's why a lot of, you know, brothers and sisters in the LGBT community are so adamant in educating our cis, you know, brothers and and sisters. That's why we are so adamant about that. Because the black community and the black family and the household, they are unwilling to learn that but they're not understanding that with the black community being so closed-minded and closed off from educating themselves that we're enforcing more trauma upon the children that they were supposed to protect nurture and, and and then they wonder why, you know, we have these underlying mental illnesses or mental disorders um, that reflects back to the first episode. So it, 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 it goes hand in hand, but no one wants to hear that when it's in the moment. They don't want to hear it until something tragic has happened or their daughter or their son 
has attempted to kill themselves or has or they have harmed themselves so severely that now they want to listen. And that brings us right into knowing how to resolve, fix, and heal from your childhood trauma. It is very easy to start the healing from a childhood trauma. You have all the fundamental blocks you need to heal from that trauma. But it all starts with you. It starts within if you're not willing to have that conversation with yourself and with your inner child to understand that you did not do anything wrong. You didn't ask to be born. You know, you didn't, (laughs) you didn't just one day walk into the, you know, the soul room somewhere in heaven. It was like, Oh, my number is 22. I guess that's me. You know, you didn't you, you didn't pick or choose that. So it shouldn't be something that you have to deal with. So I advise the best thing, the best steps and the best thing to do is to first have that conversation with yourself. Ask yourself, why am I hurting? Why am I so angry? Why am I so quick to Cut people off my life. How or why is it so easy for me to walk away from someone who I call a friend or someone who I call a lover? You have to ask yourself all these questions. And then you can start getting to the root of the problems. And then you'll be able to heal. And and, and it goes deeper than that as well. Have the conversation with your inner child. Let him or her know, it's okay. I know that when you were a child, you wanted to do this and you couldn't. You wanted to be this and you couldn't. You wanted to speak up and you couldn't. That's fine. But let your inner child know that it's okay. Let that inner child cry. Because he or she is probably still sad. And they need that consolement. Let your inner child know that, hey, I'm here now and nobody can touch or hurt us because we have become who we are meant to be. And once you understand all of these things, you'll be able to successfully heal and let go of the pain. Because trauma plays a big part in our lives. But it all stems from the beginning. Because why? Because the black community household, the, 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 the tight woven community, they want to be so close knit and so, you know, angry all the time that we miss out on things that need to be talked about and need to be fixed. So the only thing that you have to do right now is heal. You don't need anybody's permission to heal. Healing is free. 
So I want to be able to take a moment and let everyone know who listened to this. I'll always be a voice and I'll always speak up for us. No matter if you're gay, straight, bi, pan, trans, no matter what you are, I will always speak up for us. But I want you to understand that you also have to speak up for yourself as well. Just because that's your mom or your dad or whomever doesn't mean you can't speak up and say what you have to say. Yeah, that's your family. But that's not who you are. All right? So we have reached the end of this episode. I want everyone to take care. Respect yourself just as though you were respecting anyone else. And put that energy forward. Take it easy.